0: Welcome to the podcast of European Reference Network GuardHeart, the ERN of rare and complex heart diseases in both adult and pediatric patients across the European Union. My name is Diane, and I am the social media manager, manager and your today's host. Today, our guests are Stellan, Myrne, and Theresia. From They are both cardiologists at the University Hospital of Umeå, Sweden. So, Therese, can you tell us briefly about your city?
1: Yes. So, um, Umeå is a city located quite far up in the north, uh, and it is the largest city in the northern part of Sweden. Uh, it's a quite uh, dynamic and diverse city. Uh, it has a rich cultural and academic history, uh, and actually, in recent years, the, the town has gained a lot uh, has gained recognition as a hub for innovation and uh, innovation and startups. Uh, And it's also a town for those who like outdoors activities, um, such as hiking, fishing, skiing and so on.
0: Thank you. And Stellan, for you, the other question. Uh, Can you tell us about your hospital and what is the main focus?
2: Yes, uh, our hospital is the most northern university hospital in Sweden, and we have lots of uh, medical and other students. And geographically, we serve the northern half of Sweden. And Sweden is quite a big country. But it's only 10% of the population. So it's uh, quite scarcely populated. And we have long-distance consultations often. And uh, it's a fully equipped uh, university hospital. And uh, the cardiac care is quite complete, except uh, heart transplantation. And about the focus areas... Our hospital has uh, six of them, including medical treatment of uh, brachial plexus injuries and intensive care during air transport, but also our Center for Cardiovascular Genetics is one of the focus areas of the hospital, which we're quite proud of.
0: Thank you. And why did you become a member of the ERN and which thematic areas?
2: Yes, uh, I want to give Annika Hrydberg credit for our membership in GuardHeart. She is a very well-known and respected professor in pediatric cardiology in Sweden. And uh, she's been working uh, with iron channel diseases for many years, and particularly the long QT syndrome. And it was actually thanks to her that we received an invitation to join ERN and we are part of the thematic areas one, two and three that is familial electrical diseases in adults and children and cardiomyopathies and special electrophysiology conditions.
0: And what can you contribute to the ERN?
2: Well, uh, we believe that we do have a long experience working with cardiogenetic diseases. Our center for cardiovascular genetics Has been active since 2007 and uh, informally well before that. So I believe that we have a good organization in our center. We are organized in a fashion that allows uh, cardiologists, uh, pediatric cardiologists, genetic counselors, and geneticists to collaborate freely without having to refer patients back and forth. And so I hope that this long experience and good organization makes us suitable to participate, bringing experiences from Sweden to Garthard, and we are actually the only Swedish center uh, in Garthard. And last year we had an exchange visit by uh, Saskia van der Kerben, a geneticist from the Netherlands, uh, which we very much appreciated. So we also want to contribute as experts uh, in the CPMS uh, and participate in registries and research as well.
0: Thank you. And do you have some any expectations from ERN?
2: Yes, of course. And I thought about this yesterday. I think contributions and expectations are like a two-way street. Uh, the same things can move back and forth on that street. And uh, so what do we expect? I'd say that uh, a constant ongoing update of our clinical and research skills is something that we do expect. And just being in the company of true experts sort of rubs off and makes a difference. You have to be on your toes to keep up. And uh, being a member of the guard Heart has made us evaluate our practice and routines uh, over the years. And we just finished a five-year audit where we worked for weeks uh, scrutinizing our routines, what we actually are doing. And as I said about the two-way street, we do profit from referring patients to the CPMS and also participating in research and registries.
0: Thank you, thank you. Now we have some personal questions to the both of you. Uh, So let's start with uh, Therese. Where
1: did you train and who was your most important mentor? Um, so I did uh, most of my training here in Umeå, uh, except for my two years of internship uh, when I was placed in which it, It's a smaller town, um, 100 kilometers south of Umeå. Um, and I think I can't choose between my two most important mentors d- during my training. Um, it was a senior psychiatrist actually called Anita Skröder and a cardiologist here in Umeå called uh, Christelinmark. Lindmark. Uh, and of course my mentor regarding cardiovascular genetics genetics is he's, he's he's just sitting next to me as we speak <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you and
0: Stella, where did you train and who was your most important mentor
2: yes i spent my university years here in Numio and then i did my first years as a junior doctor in a small hospital in Hannesund, which is uh, south of Earnshutts Week, uh, where Therese uh, trained. And uh, there I met a very important clinical mentor, uh, Dr. Anders Kempe. And he was fascinating because he he was able to mix a very high degree of medical competence with humbleness and a deep sense of empathy for each and every patient, which made a deep impression on me. And when it comes to cardiogenetics, I had the good fortune to spend a year in Paris at the Pitié-Salpêtrière Hospital in 1997. And actually, that's where I met Philippe Charon for the first time. And I was happy to hear uh, his end podcast the other day. <laughs> and uh, the team in Paris became my mentors in cardiogenetics. And uh, I must mention Katie Schwartz, uh, Michel Comarda, Bernard Enk, uh, Pascal Richard, apart from Philippe. And if I want to mention one person, it would be Pascal Richard, a molecular biologist who did a fantastic job trying to <laughs> teach me the basics in cardiogenetics during that year.
0: Wow. And Stellan, what was the most important lesson for you? Most important lesson learned for you, sorry.
2: Yes, uh, well, uh, I thought about this and one thing that uh, comes to me is the, how complex even monogenetic diseases are. I mean, you expect them to be uh, simple and, uh, and you can foresee the outcome when you have a single genetic variant uh, in the disease. But uh, in reality, we see an enormous heterogeneity and that's something that I've uh, taken with me along the, the route.
1: Therese, what was your most important lesson learned? Um, I think my most important lesson um, is uh, w- w- when mentor t- uh, that m- my mentors taught me is the importance of balance between my work life at the hospital and my personal life. Um, because our work is so very interesting, it's engaging. It's so easy to go all in and forget any- anything else, everything else in life.
0: <laughs> it's the The other question, a more personal one: uh, What is your favorite sport?
1: Um, that that's a quite a diff, uh, <laughs> difficult question because I like all kinds of sports, but um, the ones I like the most, perhaps, is just running or cross-country skiing. Uh, any kind of cardio training I like. Okay, thank you.
0: And Stellen, do you have a favorite sport?
2: Yes, well, uh, golf is uh, a favorite sport of mine, and also as it is, I like to, to do some running and. Uh, then uh, I do like uh, hunting as well. I don't know if you can call that a sport, but it's certainly a a pastime leisure uh, that I enjoy very much.
0: Okay, thank you. And Stellan, the last question for you. Um, Your favorite holiday destination?
2: That's a good one. And sometimes I I wonder, (laughs) when did I have a really long and good holiday last? Uh, In Sweden, I I believe that we have several fantastic destinations. We have uh, Dalle northwest of Stockholm, uh, a beautiful landscape with lots of traditions. And then I think uh, perhaps most importantly, the the mountains uh, bordering on Norway, because What's fantastic about them is that the silence and solitude there is simply overwhelming. I mean, you can even hear the silence, and that's quite fantastic. So outside Sweden, uh, I've traveled in, in, in Europe uh, ever since childhood. We had a, a Volkswagen camping bus, and I've traveled in Scandinavia, Germany, Belgium, France, uh, Austria, um, Italy, the Netherlands and uh, I think that's been uh, the also the United Kingdom that's been very nice to just travel and see different countries in Europe and if you want me to mention one special place I think the the French Riviera uh, gives me a lot of fond memories all the way back to my childhood.
0: (laughs) Thank you and Therese do you have a favorite holiday destination and can you tell us
1: more about it? Um, I think it's East Africa in t- Tanzania and Kenya I think there are so many beautiful places there and Zanzibar um, and some not very well known places near Lake Malawi that's just paradise on earth <laughs>
0: Thank you so much um I would like to thank you both for your participation and I would like the listeners uh for uh, I would like the listeners as well um and hope uh, to meet you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.